This is Chazara of the third parak of Yavamas. The Mishnah says if you have four brothers, two ma- brothers are married to two sisters, and the other two brothers are just there. So the two brothers that are married to two sisters die, and they have two, sister fall- two sisters falling to two brothers. So those brothers uh, can only do chalitza, they cannot do yibum, and the reason is because of the issue of, or pashtas, the reason is because of achazukukaso. If they did do yibum, they have to get divorced. And then Revelation says that Bishami says they don't need to get divorced. Only Bishil says they need to get divorced. Okay, if one of the sisters was an erva on one of the brothers, so then he could do yibum to the to the other sister because the first sister didn't fault him. And if they each brother is an erva to one and the other is mutter to them, so then they, they both sisters can get yibum. They just do yibum to the one that they're not an erva to. Okay. The Gemara says that this Mishnah should be approved to the Mandam or Yesh Zika because the issue seems to be when the two sisters fall to the two brothers, Achazukikaso. The Gemara says, no, you can't bring a ride from there. Maybe really Ein Zika. And the reason why you can't do Yibam is because of Asilavatal Mitzvah Yivamin, which means that if uh, we're afraid that one brother is going to do Yibam to one sister, and then the second brother will die, and then that second sister will get nothing because it will be an Achazisha to the first brother. So we don't want that second sister to, to have nothing. Therefore, we tell them both to do chalitza. Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, why are you talking about four brothers? Talking about three brothers, where the two sisters fall to one brother, and then you wouldn't do yibam because Aslavatam is Yibam. The Gemara answers, wants to tell you a Kiddush, even by four brothers, where you have to be Choshish Lemisa, is telling you we're, we're even, we're so concerned with Aslavatam Mitzvah Yibam, and we'll even be concerned that a brother's going to die and require yibam, and require chalitza. Gemara says, if so, so talk about five brothers. My answer is, no, that's, that is the point. We're choshish lamisa of one, but we're not choshish for misa of both, of two. Okay. Now the Gemara brings the case of Rav and Shmuel to arguing about the following case. If you have three sisters married to two brothers, if I rather falling to two brothers, three sisters fall to two brothers for Yibam. So Rav says that one brother, each of the two brothers does chalitza to two different ladies, and the third one needs chalitza for both of them. So we're talking about they all fell not at the same time. So brother one does yibum to the first lady. The brother two does yibum to the second lady. I'm sorry, chalitza. The brother one does chalitza to the first lady. Brother two does chalitza to the second lady that falls. And then the third lady that falls, they both do chalitza too. So this tells you obviously that Rob holds a chalitza psula. That last lady is a chalitza psula because she is achas chalutzaso. So she cannot have Yibam done for her. That means any Chalitza done for her is a Chalitza Psula. And Rav must told a Chalitza Psula is three Chalachs or a Kalachin. Therefore, all the brothers are going to need to do Chalitza to her. Now, even though the issue here, as Gemara says, even though Rav holds Ein Zika, uh, which means you could have done Chalitza to all these ladies. Um, however, uh, Rav is going here and according to Mount Amr holds Yish Zika. Okay. So, again, Rav holds, Be'etzem, uh, Ein Zika, you could have done Chalitza all of them, Shmuel holds, uh, but, but, but he's going here according to the Ma'adam, Yesh Zika. Then we have the opposite with Shmuel. Shmuel says that one can do Chalitza, one person, one brother can do Chalitza to all three women. So the Gemara says, at one second, that, that would mean that Shmuel is allowing a Chalitza Psula. Well, we know Shmuel requires a Chalitza Ksheira because he tells us that Shmuel says if you have um, two sisters who fall to Yibam and they each have a tzara. So if you do chalitza to the sisters, it doesn't pater the tzaros. If you do chalitza to the tzaros, it does pater the sisters. But the point is the first part. If you have two sisters falling with tzaros and you do chalitza to the sisters, it doesn't pater the tzaros. And the reason is because it's a chalitza psula. Because you have achas chalitza or achas ukukaso. 
um, and therefore you're not going to be able to marry the tzara, and um, therefore the chalitza is psula, and you have to do chalitza to the tzara as well. Okay, so bottom line is, we know Shmuel requires a chalitza kshera. So if so, how does he allow here uh, one brother to do the chalitza to all the sisters, when clearly um, he can't... Uh, uh, he can't marry all the sisters, can't do even to all the sisters, so how can he possibly do chalitza to all the sisters? My answer is, okay, first answer is, he didn't mean it. He meant, each brother does chalitza to one sister, and the set, the last sister, who Rav said, needed chalitza from everybody, Shmuel says, you don't need chalitza from everybody. She needs a chalitza, but not from everybody, because Shmuel holds chalitza psula, ain't it's richelachs or kolaachin. So you just need to do chalitza to that. One brother needs to do chalitza to that third sister. So when Shmuel says one can be chalitza to all of them, he didn't mean all, he meant most. Two out of three. Okay, that's one answer. The other answer the Gemara gives is that he holds that you only need a chalitza kshira to patr a tzara. But to patr yourself, you don't need a chalitza kshira, even a chalitza psula is good enough. So therefore, one brother can really do chalitza to all the sisters. And even though that's a chalitza psula, he allows chalitza psula, just one patr a tzara. That's all Shmuel was saying. But it's good enough for yourself. Okay. Shmuel also says that it's not just the case of tzaros. And even if you have a case where stama lady, you give, you do mimer to her, or you do, or she gets, or she gives, she's given a get, so then the chalitza done to that lady will not pat to the tzara. By get, if you gave her get, it won't pat to the tzara because you can't do yibum. And by, um, even if you do mimer to her, and then you do chalitza, it also won't pat to the tzara because since Mimer requires a get. That means a chalitza is not that powerful because even after chalitza, you still need to get. That's also considered a chalitza. That's no good in a one, a chalitza psula. Not no good, but it's a chalitza psula in one part of the tzara. Okay, so the Gemara also points out the Shmuel is the opposite, like we said of Rav. Even though he normally holds yesh zika, he must be going here, Kyle Neman Amr, who holds ein zika. Because otherwise, if that wasn't true, uh, why if you do chalitza to the tzaros, does it pater the sisters? When the tsaras themselves are tsaras achasukukasar. If you held a vyesh zika, so then you'd have here an issue when, in the case of the two sisters, which each have a tsara. So then why are we saying that if you cholates to the tsaros, it would pater the, the achos, the tsaras also can't do yibim because they're a tsaras achasukukasar. Must be that he holds, he's going here at least according to the mandam or holds, ein zika. In which case there is no issue of achasukukasar. Okay, so then if so, what's the, why is it cholitz la'achios la'nifter tzaros? What we really mean is if you cholitz the sisters, that second tzara is not going to be pattered because she is a tzaros achas, because, um, sorry, sister number two is, is going to be, um, is achas cholitzaso. So when you do cholitz to her, it doesn't patter the tzara because it's achas cholitzaso. So therefore, the tzara is going to need her own cholitza. The Gemara then asked, and it assumes that when we said if you were cholitz the tzaros, it's going to be nifterachios, that even means if you started it with the sister first. That means if you gave chalitza to one sister and then did chalitza to the tzara of the second sister, it would pater the second sister. And that's not true. It wouldn't because um, she is, the, that tzara is going to be tzaras achas cholutaso. So it wouldn't pater the tzara. So the Gemara says, okay, you're right. We did, Shmuel didn't mean that. Shmuel meant if you start with the sisters, then it will not pater both tzaros. But if you start with the tzaros, it will pater the sisters. So what that means is if you start with a, with a sister, so then you can't finish with a tzara. I mean, if you, if you give 
chalitza first to a sister, and then you give chalitza to the tzara, that will not work to pater the sister. But if you start with a sister, uh, I'm sorry, but if you start with the tzara, so um, meaning you start with let's say the tzara of one of the one of the sisters, so a person is mutter to krovas tzaras chalitza. So, and therefore um, you could even finish off with the sisters. So that is, if you did chalitza, if you started off doing chalitza to, let's say, Rachel, one of the sisters, then you can't, it doesn't, gonna, it's not going to pater the tzara, either, either of them. Um, meaning when you do chalitza to either one of them, it's not going to be enough to pater the other. But if you start off with the tzaras, you start off with tzaras, Rachel, so then, when you do chalitza to, uh, to the other house, it will pater, because mutter adam be then we have Ravashi. Ravashi disagrees with the premise of the whole thing. Ravashi says, really, it could be, even if you hold Shmuel could go like he normally goes, like Yesh Zika. And I, he said, if it's Yesh Zika, why is it if you cholitz the tzaros, it's nifter achios, aren't they tzaras, krovas, aren't they tzaras, achas, achas so Ravash says, no, there's no such thing. Achazukukas doesn't go so far as to make it sour. Simple, that's the way it works. The Gemara then brings a brisa that it says is right, Ravashi. It really just says Shmuel's words exactly. But uh, Tosis explains that um, uh, if the Gemara meant like uh, it answered for Shmuel before, then it means you started with the Achios, then it should have said so. Okay, so, but that's our Raya, and Ravaba Barmamal says, no, it's no Raya, maybe that price is going like Beshamay, who says Tzaros Amutr, so if you're a Cholitz Achios, it will patter the, the Tzaros. Sorry, if you're a Cholitz Tzaros, it will patter the Achios, because the Tzaros are, are, are Mutter. Okay. Bottom line of this whole, just uh, as a Sikum, the bottom line to this whole story, of again, the case of the three sisters falling to the two brothers, we have Rav saying that um, that you have to have the last lady gets chalitza from both brothers. And we had two versions of Shmuel, if the last lady only needs chalitza from one brother, or if perhaps the, la- the, the second Lashen in Shmuel is that all the, brother, uh, all the girls can get uh, chalitza from one brother. And it's just, I'm just saying this because it's interesting, the Ritva says that that's obvious, that must be how we paskin, because you go Lakula, and even though the Lacha is Rav Shmuel, normally we go like Rav, here, Rav agrees, because Rav really holds Einzika. Um, it's just he was going according to the Madam, or holds Yesika, but really, he really holds Einzika too. So really, everybody agrees. Both Rav and Shmuel, Lamaisa, would agree that in, the, in this case, one brother could do Chalitza to all the sisters, either because if you held like Rav, it was because Einzika, if you held like Shmuel, Yesika, so he still said it would be okay, because it's just an issue to pater your tzara, uh, but not to pater themselves. Okay, next. Gemarinjan asks a question that if two women fall to Yibam to one brother, two women from one house fall to uh, to Yibam to uh, to one brother, and he gives a get to one, and he does mimer to the other. So now who who should he do chalitza to? He can't do anything other than chalitza because he already did get, so he has an issue of kemen shlobana, at least midrabana. So who does he give? Who's best to give the get to? Uh, the chalitza to. So Gemara says that there's there's no difference in either one giving it to one. Will patter the other. The reason why you could do one chalitza to patter both, even though it's obviously a chalitza psula, because you can't do yibum to either one once you give a get, but 
uh, since they're equally puzzle, you can't do yibum to either one, and their chalitza is equally puzzle, so then one is enough to pot to the tsara when they're equally puzzle. That's how the Rishonim explain it. Okay, next we have the case of two sisters falling to one yavam, where they did not fall at the same time. So you have sister number one fall, and sister number two fall, and no yibum was done. Okay, so and then one of them dies. So if sister number two died, so then for sure you could do yibum to sister number one, because she was hutra, v'nesra, v'chazra, v'hutra. The machlokis our Gemara brings is if what if sister one dies? So then sister two was just Nasra Ghutra. Do we say that's okay? So Rav says it is not okay. I'm sorry, Rav says that is okay. You can do, even do Yibum to her. And Rav, Rav Yochanan says that it is not okay. Only The only one that's mutter is when it's Hutra Nasra Ghutra. But in the case where it's Nasra Ghutra, that's not okay. You cannot do Yibum to her. She remains also. Gemara says, even Rav agrees that if it was a real erva uh, and she became mutter later, it would be too late. If it was a kol that's it. So if, if sister number two was not just a sister, it's only a sister of but a real erva, so then once she's pater, she's pater. But here, it's, uh, the whole issue is achasuka koso, it's only in the Rabbanan. That's the question, if she became, um, if she was nasra, then hutra, does she do yibim? Again, Rav says yes, and Rav Yochanan says no. Gemara then asks a question on Rav Yochanan. And again, as Tosus points out, Spash does a question on Rav too. But however you work that out. Um, but the Gemara has a question on Rav Yochanan. From our Mishnah. Our Mishnah sounds like even a case of Hutra, Vanessa, Rav Hutra would not be Mutter. Why? Because our Mishnah says you have two sisters falling to two brothers. And it says you have to do Chalitza to both. I don't understand, says the Gemara. Why don't you have someone do Chalitza to the one that fell second? And then the first one will be um, She goes back to being mother because she's no longer So the second brother should be able to do Yibam. Why can't you do Yibam? So Rav Yochanan says, you're right, the Mishnah is wrong, or I don't know who wrote the Mishnah. Rav Yochanan can't figure out a way to explain the Mishnah because, according to him, one brother should be able to do Yechalitza to one, and then the other one should be mutter to do yibam to the others. He doesn't know who wrote our Mishnah. Then the Gemara comes up with a bunch of possibilities. Why didn't the Gemara answer these other ideas that could have saved Rav Yochanan? So here it goes. One answer, number one, is our Mishnah is going like the Mandamar and Zika. And the whole issue is Asalavato Mitzvah In other words, Achasukakaso, forget it. The, our Mishnah holds Ein Zika. The whole thing has nothing to do with Achasukakaso. And the only reason we say no yibum is because of Therefore, we don't want any yibum done here because we're so absolutely afraid of this. It's interesting how far we go. We don't we don't want yibum even when the whole idea of is not really if one did chalitza first. But um, we're afraid of the whole thing. So therefore, we would say uh, to take the whole din away, the whole din yibum away from the whole house. So the Gemara answers Rav Yochanan didn't answer that because Rav Yochanan holds. Rav Yochan is not Choshesh Lamisa. Then the Gemara says, well, maybe it's like Rav Elazar, who doesn't hold of uh, Hutra and Nasr of Hutra. Okay, the Gemara says, but it can't be, because it's the safest, says um, Rav Elazar, Omer, um, Beishamai uh, said he could stay married. So if, if it says Rav Elazar, Omer, obviously the other line is not Rav Elazar. Then the Gemara says, well, maybe it's going like Rav Yossi Aglili holds as Zef Shalasham and they fall at the exact same second. My answer is that there's no Stam Mishnah like that, so that that wouldn't make sense. Also, if you're uh, if you're going to say that we're not sure who fell first, um, then you wouldn't say him kan move a kan su yotziu. 
So that won't work either, because if it was Kadmav Kansu, we wouldn't say Yotzio if we weren't sure if we weren't sure who fell first, because it'd be a suffix. So anyway, that's why he's stuck with having no idea who wrote the Mishnah. And Gemara then asks from the Sefer of the Mishnah also that says a case if you uh, if one of them was an erva to one but not the to one brother neither were erva to the second brother one was an erva. In that case, assuming the erva fell second, why wouldn't we say again? Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Where the erva fell first, <laughs> where the erva fell first. So why wouldn't we say that um, the brother did, does yibum um, to the second wife and then? To the other brother, who neither of them are in Erevo, so then the first one is Chazer of the Hutra of Anastra of Chazer of Hutra. And we're Docha that is talking about that she, the Erevo, fell second. Gemara then brings a Brisa that Rebbe Lazar says that Beishame says you can stay married if they're Miyabim, the Achazukhasa, they could stay married if they did it. And Beishel says no, they need to get divorced. That's like our Mishnah, but it also brings Abashal, who says no, that he had a different Kirsa. Basil is always the makel. Basil is the one who says they can stay married, and it brings from Shimon, who says that uh, they never disagreed about that, and everybody holds Yekaimu. Okay, then the Gemara brings uh, why is our Mishnah a chiddush? Um, we had a Mishnah earlier on on Davchaf that says that if a lady, if two ladies fall to a, uh, a man for yibim, and one is an erva and one is not, you do yibim to the one who's not an erva. So what's the chiddush of our Mishnah that tells you the same story? That if one is an erva and one is not, you can do yibim. To the one that's not an erva. So the Gemara says that the difference is that Mishnah is talking about two people. Uh, our Mishnah is talking about two people. The Mishnah Nafchav is talking about one person. So, um, if we just had that Mishnah on Davchav, we would say that that was okay because there's no second brother who's going to get the wrong idea. But in our Mishnah, maybe the second brother is going to see the first brother doing Yibim. He's going to think he can do Yibim too when he cannot because they're Achasukukasos to him. Um, or the other way, you could say that our Mishnah is okay because each one knows that they're only doing Yibam to one and not the other. So it's clear. Whereas in the other case, um, he did Yibam to one. So everybody thinks, oh, okay, so you could just do Yibam. They won't know that this is necessarily So maybe you'd make a Gzera there, Kamash Malang not. Then the Gemara asks, what about the case where one of them is an Israelav? That's also in Mishnah Daf, back on Daf Chaf. Why do our Mishnah repeat that? That if one is an Israelav, it's not good enough. And you still do uh, do chalitza to both. The Gemara says because um, we might have thought in the other case, and back in the first paragraph, was just talking about stamped uh, two ladies fall to you, and one is only an iser lav. So that's when um, you have to do chalitza to both, but uh, or you have to do chalitza you can't do yibam. But our case in our Mishnah, maybe you'd say if it's achas kakasa plus one is a lav, so then that one is a lav. We would say. We don't say achas u'kakasu by, because maybe that's the way the Rabbanon would set it up. Once one has an ishalav, okay, then I consider achas u'kakasu, kamash malan, not, even in our case, you still only do yibim to both. Okay, that's from the other Mishnahs. Then the Gemara asks the question on our Mishnah itself. Why does it have to repeat the case where you have um, the situation where one brother, it's an erva to one and not to the other, and the second brother, neither is an erva? And then the Gemara gives a second case, and if there, if each one has an Erevan one and not the other, we need to repeat that. What's the difference if one brother was an Erevan one and not the other, as opposed to two? What's the Chiddush of the Seifa of the Mishnah? So the Gemara answers that if you just had the first case of the Mishnah, I would say the reason why that's okay is because you have the second guy not doing, similar to what we said before, the second guy not doing uh, Yibam. So you see that there's such a thing called Achatsukakaso. But here, 
where both guys are doing yibum, it looks like there's no ish, there's no isra of achas kasa at all. So maybe you wouldn't allow that kamash And if we just had uh, the second case, so we'd say no. If I care, here you see that since each one is dafka doing yibum to one and not the other, so it must be that there's an isra achas kasa. But in the first case, where we don't necessarily see that, so maybe you think to make exera there kamash not. Okay. And the Gemara says a similar thing about the Zuisha Amru. The Zuisha Amru is coming to exclude if they both have that it's initial av on both of them. Um, then in that case, you cannot do Yibam, like we said before. We don't say that it, it's, uh, it's Bamako Merva. Okay, then we have the Chemis Rebichia. So Rebichia says that in all 15 Arayas in the Mishnah, in the first, the first Mishnah of the Masachta, all 15 Arayas, we can say a case of Hasur Lazem like our Mishnah, what our Mishnah says, the case where it's Asur on one and Mutter on the other, it's all possible in all the 15 Arayas in our Mishnah. So Rabbi Yehuda says, he really means from Chamoso and on, because all the stuff before Chamoso in the Mishnah are all talking about somewhere where there's a Bito, and since the case of Bito can only work by a case of Bito Meanososo, and our mission is only talking about Nesuin, he must not have been talking about those cases. Abai disagrees and said, we can be talking about Bito Meanososo, but Rebichia didn't mean to include Eshazach Bolamo, because that will only work according to Rib Shimon, and we aren't talking about a case that's a Machlokas. What Rib Shimon? Rib Shimon holds that if a kid, by Eshazach Shalaya Bolamo, if by the time the kid was born, um, so that it was Nolan Beheter, that is, the brother who was alive, did Yibum. So then by the time the kid wasn't alive, when the first brother was around, but, but, but by, by the time he was born, Yibum had already been done. Shimon said, that's not called Eshazachar Shalaya Be'alama, because by the time the third brother, Levi, is born, Shimon already did Yibum, so then he was born to it being Heter. Rav Shimon holds it, that's not an erva. So, uh, but Machlokas, but, but that, we're not talking about cases of Machlokas. Rav Safar disagrees with that. And says we are talking about cases of machlokas, um, and we do have a case. We can have it even in the case of Eishes Achashlayabolamo. In other words, Rebchia's klal of Asur Lazem that will work even in a case of Eishes Achashlayabolamo, um, like Rav Shimon, uh, where the following occurred: Reuben and Shimon married sisters, and there's a Levi and Yehuda married to Nachrios. Reuben dies, and then Yisachar is born. And then Levi does Yibam. Then Shimon dies, Zavulin is born, and Yehuda does Yibam. And then Yehuda and Levi die. So in that case, Yisachar is Asr on Levi's wife, but Mutter to Yehuda's wife, and Zavulin is Asr on Yehuda's wife, but Mutter to Levi's wife. If God and Asher had wives and had married Levi and Yehuda's wife, and then they died, then you'd have a case of Tzaras Tzarsin as well, uh, since she is Tzaras Yehuda's wife, who is Tzaras Shimon's wife. Okay. Just to be clear, one point, when the uh, when we're saying that our Mishnah can't be talking about uh, Bito, it has to be Bito Mianosaso to fit the case of Asura Lazem it's not that all the cases before Hamoso required, it can't be with Bito from the Suan, it's the first case, but since, first case of actual Bito, it can't be that you're, you're going to have your daughter, who also has a sister, um, who you're mutter to one and not mutter to the other, and the same with your brother. That case can't be other than a case of, of Anusa, where, where Reuven is Ma'ani someone, and then Shimon is Ma'ani, that same someone, and they each have a daughter. Other than that, it can't work. The other cases could work, but it's because there's the one Bito we said can't work, they say all the ones with Bito can't work. All right. 
Mishnah. Mishnah says, if you have two women who are, neither of them are an erva to you, but if you married both, they would be an erva to you. So you have, um, they're either sisters or an isha abita or whatever. You can't do yibam. You can't be married to both. So then uh, they both get chalitza because they're years of kuka. To both of them, so like we said before, you do chalitza to both. That's typical. But Rav Shimon, as the Chiddush here, Rav Shimon says they don't even need chalitza. Because um, when two sisters fall to you, and they're both zakuka to you at the same time, so then Rav Shimon learns from a Pasuk that you do, from the Pasuk of Litzor, that you don't, they're considered like an erva, and you don't need to do chalitza at all. Now, if one is if the same as before, if one is an erva, then you do, you can do yibim to the other, if that one is just la, then they both do chalitza. And, and everyone agrees to that. Now, both those last cases, the cases of um, an Isser Erva and an Isser Mitzvah are a Chiddush and Rib Shimon, the Chiddush, uh, where one is an Erva to you, one of those two sisters say is an Erva to you, that you can do Yibim to the other, that's a Chiddush that we don't make Xera to Beis Achios to Alma. And where one is an Isser Mitzvah, the fact that you require a Chalitza, Rib Shimon shouldn't require Chalitza, you would think, because it's two sisters. Um, however, if one is an Isser Mitzvah, he requires you to do chalitza as zera als other iser mitzvahs. Okay, says the Mishnah on Chavtes. You have two brothers married to two sisters, and then a third brother. So um, the brother number one dies, and brother number three, who's married to nobody, does mimer to that to sister number one. And then brother number two dies. So now these two sisters are falling to him, and he did Mimer 2-1. So Beishamai says that the one you did Mimer 2 is your wife, so you, you, can, you can marry her. And the one you did nothing to, the one you did nothing to, you can, um, you can you, she goes out as Achazisha. And Beishel says no. Basil says that you have to get rid of both. You have to divorce the wife you did Mimer to and do Chalitza to the other one so you get to marry neither of them. And on this we say, Oilo Alishto, Oilo on both of them. And uh, both, he has to do Chalitza to both. Okay. So Rabbi Lazar says that um, Beishamai doesn't really hold that Mimer is Kona, Kenyan Gomer. What Beishamai holds is that it's enough to be Docha Tzara completely, but it's not a Kona, her King Gummer, and therefore he gave, he did Mimer. Uh, if, if she wants to marry someone else, he, she's going to need to get Anachalitza. It's just enough to be Docha a Tzara completely. And even that, he limits, even to be Docha Tzara completely, Mimer only works if it's the kind of Mimer that he could have used, that he could, if it was a woman he could have done Yibam to, then Mimer is enough to be Docha a Tzara completely. However, in the case of Achasukukaso, like our first Mishnah, so then Mimer is not enough to be Docha the tzara. It has to be that you could do yibum to the one you're doing maimer to. Okay. The Gemara then asked that according to Beishamai, what does maimer accomplish? Is it Arisen or Nesuin? So the Gemara says, if you're talking about Legabe, Liyarsha, Latamilo, Lahafer, Nedareha, so that kind of stuff, there's no question, since it's only a din drabanan, and even maimer is, and even Arusa, which is Daraisa, doesn't Yarshin her Even a real Arisen that's the Raisa, you don't get that from. So that that can't be what Mimer accomplishes. So the question is, so what are we asking then? Does Mimer count as a Masiru Lachapa? Um or do we say that once he does Mimer, 
then the Yibam Dinim end, the regular Erisin comes into play, and now she needs a Chuppah, meaning normal Yibam, there's no, uh, not, there's no Chuppah, not, you do Yibam and you do Bia, and that's it. But here, since she did Mimer, do we say that, okay, well now, once you do Mimer, we have to invent the, you know, the Dina Yibam have to end, we have regular Dira Erisin, and you need a Chuppah as well. Or do we say, no, that, that's, that's the Mimer accomplishes both. Which would mean, again, if you did Mimer and Bia, <laughs> then do you also need, do you also need Chopa? Because obviously we said Mimer is not better than, like Tosis points out, Mimer is not better than Kedushin. And Kedushin is not Chopa. So if you said, if you did Mimer and you were Baala, do you need Chopa as well? So the Gemara tries to bring a proof from the Mishnah and the Dharam. Mishnah and the Dharam says that a Shomerus Yavam that falls to two brothers, um, can they be made for her Nadarim? So Revelazar says, yes, you can be made for Nadarim. Rabbi Kiva says, no, Hashemeres Yavam. Just because she's a Hashemeres Yavam, that's not enough. If she can't be made for Nadarim, whether it falls to one brother, two brothers, doesn't matter. There's no such thing as Hashemeres Yavam being made for Nadarim. Um, and Rabbi Yeshua holds that if it fell to one brother, then that one brother could be made for Nadarim. If it falls to two brothers, he can't be made for Nadarim. So Gemara asks, in Revelazar, Revelazar says that even if she falls to two brothers, they can both be made for her Nadarim. So even if you hold Yesh Zika, you know, obviously that's what, that's what you have to hold over here to say that they could be made for Nadarim. Must be you hold Yesh Zika, it's like they're married. But still, she's the kuka to two brothers, so should, they should have to be made for Bishutfis. Gemara says it must be talking about a case where one of them did Mimer. So that's the brother, that one brother, whoever did Mimer, he could be made for her Nadarim. Because he did Mimer. So you see, yeah, my Mimer must be like uh, Nisuin, because he's being made for Nidadarm. The Gemara is Docha that, that's Noraya, maybe, maybe Mefer means Bishotfips. Maybe that's what he meant by Mefer. Okay. Um, the Gemara asked then that Revelazar, who said Mimer, only does a Dechia by Yitzar, but isn't Kona a Kenyan Gummer. Right? That's what we said. So if so, how is it Mefer Nidarm? You just told me that Mimer is not really a Kenyan Gummer. It's only. Uh, to be docha tzar, but not to, so it shouldn't be made for Nadarim either. The Gemara says, no, 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 it's okay. We just meant it's not Kona, a complete Kenyan in that she still needs Chalitza if this woman you did Mimer to, um, even according to Beishamai, because it's not a total Kenyan. But it is a Kenyan for other things, including to be made for Nadarim. That's one answer. Another possibility is that the case where you could be made for Nadarim is a case where he was already, uh, the Repuscula Amazonos, and at that point we say, Kolha Nadaris, Aldas Baila Nadaris, that's the answer to that. And this will end part one.